Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Covey blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We've shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game. Let's go, Cubby Sun Rento, Sun Rento, Sun Rento and the lovable Lucy. Sun Rento, Sun Rento, Sun Rento and the lovable Lucy. Sun Rento. Hey everybody, this is Danny Rocket, a.k.a. Sun Ranto, and I have a very special guest on the phone today as uh, the Cubs are about to embark on a road trip to Detroit, which is pretty close for most Chicagoans, and a lot of us are going to make the trip, including myself, and uh, luckily there's a man named Kurt Smith who runs a website called Ballpark E-Guides, and he's joining me on the phone today, he's going to tell us all about how we could have a great inexpensive uh, time at Comerica Park. Did I, did I, did I introduce you okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty good, Danny. Thanks for having me on. Cool. Thanks, Kurt. Um, so can you tell me about uh, Ballpark E-Guides? How long ago did you start this uh, website helping people uh, navigate the ballpark scene? Well, it's, it's close to about, uh, I'd say I've been running it for about four and a half years now. Uh, I, I got the idea because I'm, I'm a New Jersey native, but I, I'm a Baltimore Orioles fan. And four or five times a year, I used to go down to Camden Yards for a game. And this was back before the Internet, so, you know, you didn't have all these things that you could look up. I used to have to go buy the tickets, uh, you know, in February and spend the day in the Inner Harbor. <clears throat> but not being independently wealthy, I had to save money wherever I could to go make these trips down to Baltimore. And I had a, a favorite garage that I parked in. I used to buy my peanuts outside. I, there was a there was an outside program that I actually thought was better than the inside program. You know, and there was all these secrets that I knew about. You know, I had favorite places to sit. You know, favorite food to eat at the ballpark back then. They didn't have the selection that they have today. Uh, but I. I learned all these things, and I became something of a, at least I thought at the time, something of an expert at Camden Yards, and I thought it might be neat to just, you know, have a book of uh, these these sort of ballpark tips for, for every ballpark. Well, I started researching Citizens Bank Park in my hometown of Philly, and I couldn't believe what I didn't know. I just, uh, you know, ways to get discounts on hot dogs, uh, the different types of food there, the, the bar that will give you a shuttle ride to the stadium, all sorts of things like that. And I started putting it together, and it, it was taking me three months just to write one chapter. So I decided to just sell separate guides for each ballpark. Yeah, well, it's a great idea because I, as a uh, ballpark traveler myself, it's uh, it's great to know the hookups, especially the things like uh, the shuttles that the bars run sure. where you can park for Absolutely. free. That, I mean, that saves you. I mean, some ballparks charge as high. I mean, at Yankee Stadium, you could pay $40 to park. Right, right. Easily. And that's something that uh, and that's something that you'd never want to do anyway. You don't really want to. The, the new Yankee Stadium, they, they arranged it so it's a little easier to get to. But a, a place like Fenway Park 
or Wrigley Field, you you really don't want to be driving to those places anyway, just because the traffic is so bad and it's a, and it's such a hassle getting out. And and that's in addition to what you're going to pay for parking. Uh, a, a place like Yankee Stadium, uh, there's so many ways to get there. You have the Metro North Railroad train. Uh, you have the the four train, the D train. Uh, the, you know there are buses that'll take you to the stadium. There's a there's a lot of ways to get there that are a heck of a lot easier on your wallet and on your uh, and on your psyche because you don't want to be fighting traffic all the way to the game. Yeah. Uh, you're you're talking about the Cubs playing in Detroit. Detroit is uh, is is one of the best as far as the the local taverns that'll give you a ride to the ballpark. There's quite a few of them in Detroit. There's probably close to about. Uh, Fifteen or twenty of them, and that's and that's really a neat thing. It's a, it it helps you make a day of the whole thing. Well, I saw on your website uh, and ballparkeguides.com that uh, the Hard Rock Cafe they run a shuttle, and so uh, and Z's Villa. To the, you named those specifically. I named those. Uh, those are two of the ones that I thought might be most appealing to me uh, or to people that are, are visiting Detroit. Uh, the Hard Rock Cafe, I believe, uh, I'm not sure what the policy is today. It, it changes from time to time. But if you if you eat at the Hard Rock Cafe, say you get an appetizer or a drink or something like that, you can park for free in a nearby garage. So that's great. And they have a shuttle that will take you to the game. Uh, same thing with Z's Villa. I, I believe the parking and the shuttle is is free for customers that, that eat there. I don't know if the, the shuttle might you – know, of course, you're going to want to tip the guy. That will cost you a buck or two. Uh, but there's also there's quite a few places in Greektown in Detroit, and there's uh, no shortage of places to 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 get your pregame or postgame party on in, in Greektown. There's the old Shalala, there's Fishbones, there's uh, the Greektown Casino, uh, uh, a whole bunch of places that'll give you a ride to the ballpark. And well, the that, casino that, does the, it too. Uh, well, the, the casino has something called the Uzo Cruzo, and I and I've been look, trying to find something online about that. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure the casino will run that cruise uh, little bus to the ballpark. Truthfully, the casino is not that far, and that's uh, that's actually a decent parking spot if you're going to a Tigers game. You can very often park in that casino garage for free. I managed to do it for both the games that I was there recently. I don't know if it's always free, uh, but that that's a place where – and you'll be in a covered garage. So if, it, if you pay 10 bucks, it's not that big a deal. Yeah, but you're going to lose 20 bucks trying to get back to your car. <laughs> at the casino, so I don't, because you know you can't pass those slot machines without doing something. <laughs> at least oh, I know, I know. Yeah, well, that's one of the things. That's one of the things they do. You you get your, uh, you sign up for your card. You become a member of the casino, and then if you uh, if you gamble a certain amount of money, they'll let you park there for free. But uh, I don't know if that would be. I don't know if that would be worth uh, what you're going to end up losing in the casino. Yeah, it depends how big of a high roller you are. I think. Well, I'm definitely not a high roller. I can't afford to be a high roller. That's why I do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's – I mean, so that's a great way to – I mean, I've done that a lot, uh, parked at uh, different restaurants, eaten there and gone in. And I find that those shuttles are actually a great time too. Oftentimes they'll let you put a beer in a plastic cup and go on the shuttle with a beer still on you. Is it, absolutely, it, absolutely. It's, it's a party it's atmosphere. A great thing. Yeah, and it, and it's a great thing in a, in a place like Milwaukee too, because uh, in Milwaukee the, the the tailgating you've seen in the parking lot is so great. But there's also so many, uh, even more than Detroit. There's there's so many bars in Milwaukee where you just you go there and you have a good time. And you know, once after the game, you can be uh, you can get enough in you to, to to sing a karaoke night at rounding third or something like that. Sure. So yeah, it's, it's definitely. That's the whole party atmosphere of the whole thing. So, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a lot more. It's a more fun way to park. 
and uh, oh, gives you an doubt, entire. And it's a big money saver too. Oh yeah, it's a big money saver, and it gives you time twenty minutes to sober up while you're on the shuttle <laughs> on your way back to your car. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, that's usually bad enough for me, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like how they stop uh, selling beer at the bottom of the eighth at Wrigley Field in a day game, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, you're going to give me a half inning, huh?" <laughs> Well, Thanks. and the, and the joke is, and the joke is, no offense, but when you go to Cubs games, you, like you always get to see the bottom of the ninth, right? So you get the. Uh, <laughs> although the Cubs are playing well, look, they're playing better this year. I'll give it to them. And and they're winning right now, so that's all that matters. Yeah. It's two nothing. And, and I'm Cubs. pulling for them, man. I, I'm really pulling for the Cubs. It's great. Well, uh, I, I think most of the world is uh, would like <laughs> to see them do something someday. Sure. <laughs> Sure, <laughs> but um, so tell me about uh, where do you sh- where one should sit at uh, Comerica Park? Where where are your favorite well, seats? Well, it depends on it depends on individual taste because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of different varieties of seats there. Uh, you've got your lower your lower level seats. Uh, uh, there, there's the dugout seats, which are obviously cost a nice chunk of change. Although it's not as bad as most ballparks there, and they're. They're not like padded or wide or anything like that, but uh, I, I did notice that the club seats at Comerica, uh, which is the first level on the uh, in the upper level, uh, the lower part of it, uh, those seats are actually they're a little wider, they're they're, pad- they're a little padded, they're sort of more comfortable, and they're not they're not expensive at all. They don't actually give you access to the clubs like you would expect from a club seat. Uh, but uh, it, they're a, they're a reasonable seat, and the the view is nice. Uh, Comerica is a beautiful ballpark to look at, even if you're not uh, real close to the field. There's also the Tiger Den seats, which is which are uh, rolling chairs, little rolling chairs and and tables to rest your drink and your food and everything. And those those are also comfortable and padded, and you can kind of change your perspective. Uh, and they're behind the they're behind the lower level seats, so they're covered by the overhang, which protects you from the the, the sun and the weather. Uh, it, it does block your view of certain things like the scoreboard at times, but uh, those are those are other seats that are you're uh, on a, you're for, on a, for diff- Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I said you're you're on a rolly chair. Is that I'm trying to yeah, I'm picturing they, an office chair. It's it's, it's a little bit like that. I, I'd say it's more like uh, it's more like an office uh, uh, outdoor type of chair. Yeah, okay. I, it it is something like that. I, I mean, yeah, obviously you can't just like roll all the way down the concourse. You know, you're just in this <laughs> little, tiny little section here. You can you uh, race but, them. Yeah, you, what's that? You could have races maybe amongst your friends <laughs> on your little rolly chair. Yeah, I can... Well, I think that I think that's why they rope off the sections, <laughs> right? <laughs> so that people I, won't be having races down. I can see Cub fans uh, enjoying uh, little uh, rolly chair races and on our trip. Yeah, yeah. You, you could race against the hometown fans, but uh, no, but uh, those are pretty nice seats. And 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 again, they're not they're not too terribly expensive. They're a little more than uh, a little more than the, just the regular seats in the ballpark. There's also uh, there's a section called K Lines Corner. Uh, it's the right field corner where Al Kaline used to play, and it's it's a, a section or one or two sections that are behind the foul pole, and uh, you don't want to sit too close to the foul pole, obviously. But those seats are, are really cheap, and that's kind of like a raucous atmosphere. Uh, I, I don't know if it's the place for visiting team fans, but I don't think in Detroit you'd have too much of a problem. They're, they're, <laughs> Tigers fans are generally pretty friendly. Yeah, well, De- Detroit's known for being a peaceful place, so 
<laughs> well, the baseball fans are great. I mean, I you know I've never had any problem as far as going to baseball games. There, uh, there's certain parts of the town that I wouldn't want to be around at night. But uh, I, you know, the, the baseball atmosphere is still terrific in Detroit. Cool. And uh, so you'd save like as far as saving money, the K Lines Corner would be the best because that's it, what's that's a 300 level seat. I take it in right field. I don't know if it's 300. I think it's actually in the lower level because, okay. it, it, uh, uh, yeah, the, the the upper level seats out in uh, left field I think are still the cheapest in the ballpark. Those and they also have seats on top of those the that jungle restaurant in center field now. It's just like a, a set of bleacher seats, and they're actually they're not general admission. They're actually numbered seats. Okay. Uh, I think those are among the cheapest in the ballpark. But you're something like. You know, 500, 500 feet from home plate. So I don't know if I would choose those seats. Yeah, I did they actually also, look for uh, look for some cheap seats, and I did buy the left field corner ones. Those were under twenty dollars on SeatGeek. But um, I I looked at the view from those jungle seats, and uh, it that did not seem like a great place to sit personally. Well, yeah, I'm not I, I'm not sure what the appeal of it is. They do get they, they do get people sitting up there, and I think maybe the uh, maybe the sell of it is that you're close to the jungle restaurant, which I, I've never actually eaten there, but I understand the food there is okay. There's and, and you're also close to that new. Uh, New Amsterdam bar that they have, which is which is really really neat. That's a that's a kind of a standing room area. You know, they have drink rails, they have sofas, they have a fire pit. Yeah, it, it's it's the whole new millennial friendly atmosphere that a lot of ballparks have these days. So I think maybe it's just the it's for the people that are go there. They want to they want to party, they want to have a good time, but they also want to enjoy a ball game too. Now, is that a general admission ticket, or can anybody go out to that uh, New Amsterdam bar? Uh, well, there's there's sections of it that are actually sold as as season tickets and as and as group tickets, or or there's sections of it that are actually sold as seats. But I think you can also get a a standing room ticket and just you if you want to, you can just hang out there for the whole game. Anybody can go over there then with a ticket. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's open to anybody with a ticket. But there's there's certain uh, there's sections of it where there's seats around tables and everything like that uh, that I think uh, they cost a little more to actually special events. Like right. the couches mm-hmm. and the canopies and stuff. They have uh, something similar in Colorado in right field called the Rooftop. Right. Bar. And, uh, yeah, it's it's actually a really fun place to watch a ball game. If you're into the social atmosphere of meeting people, you know, if you want to go that- and hang out and, like, meet people there or – it's just a very social atmosphere. I enjoy those and, and kind of places. And, and, and baseball is perfect for that because baseball, uh, you know, let's face it, it's not always – there are baseball fans like us who, who love every second of the game. But there, it, it, it's not the fastest-moving sport. There's a lot of breaks in the action. And, and it's an opportunity. You know, a, a baseball game, I've always told people, is a great date opportunity because you're going to be with this person for three four hours. And if you like that person, you know, you'll have plenty of opportunities <laughs> to actually talk about things besides the action that's happening on the field. Yeah. And I think, that's a, I, I think that has helped attract, baseball attract more of a female audience, more of a, a younger audience. And I think these people – will have such a great time at the ballpark that they will find themselves getting into the game. And that, and that's what happens, I think. When, you know, it's the same thing as kids with mascots. Uh, the kids love the mascots. They have a great time watching, you know, watching the Philly Fanatic or whatever. And they end up starting to get interested into the game, and, they end, and, and that's how people become baseball fans, you know, because it's a fun time. Yeah, it's indoctrinated. And if it's something you do with the people you love from a very young age, Absolutely. obviously it's imprinted mm-hmm. on you for forever. Um, yeah, it's still baseball. Still, I think the most uh, the 
probably the most generational sport. Absolutely. And uh, now the reason I go is because of the uh, beer. I love drinking beer. So uh, <laughs> you, you mentioned this new Amsterdam bar. Uh, do they have like a great craft beer selection? Or like, I know there's a lot of they, great Michigan view, uh, brews. There, there, there is a craft beer selection. I, I believe there is one there. I think the focus is more on the the brands of vodka that they have. They just they have this ridiculous selection of, of vodkas at, at the bar with all these different flavors: orange, lemon, cherry, whatever. Uh, they also have a uh, Michigan craft beer stand that is selling. They will have each day, each game, they'll have uh, five or six different choices of local craft brews on tap. And in addition to that, that's one of the places where you get the unusual food items. They have a bacon on a stick there. They have a, they have a thing called the bacon and eggs now where they have deviled eggs with the bacon and uh, uh, jalapeno peppers and all Ooh. that. And, you know, goes great with a craft beer, right? You yeah, know. that sounds actually pretty good. Oh, yeah. I, I got uh, potato nachos there, and they were fantastic. Is there anything uh, like really disgusting that I can eat there, like some yeah. monstrosity of a sandwich? <laughs> Uh, you know what? I'd have to I'd have to get through the guide and look at it, but I'm sure you can find something. Uh, <laughs> the the most uh, unusual they have a lot of unusual things, like they have something called a poutine dog, which is a uh, which is a hot dog with uh, gravy fries on top of it. Ooh. I I don't know. You, I, I expect you'd have to open your mouth pretty wide to get that in without a fork. Uh, they also <laughs> have a, a uh, they, they have a late night dog, which I had I had one of those. That's a that's a hot dog with bacon with bacon bits, uh, a fried egg, uh, and you know cheddar cheese on top of it, and it was actually pretty good. I enjoyed it. Wow. It's like yeah, it's like they have a late night burger. Uh, 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 they do have quite a few unusual things. They have a lot of uh, there's a lot of barbecue stands at, at uh, Comerica now where you can get a, a, a pulled pork sandwich, pulled pork nachos, that sort of thing. Well, I'm sure like you can you... find something unusual enough. Absolutely. It sounds like you can eat, that you could probably go there for twelve, fifteen games and never eat the same or or drink the same thing twice. Oh, without doubt, absolutely. There's there's quite a selection of America now. They've really uh, uh, Detroit, Cleveland, uh, those part portions in particular. They've really stepped up their food game. They've got a lot of they've got a lot of. You could go there just for the food. I was it, just it, out it, at Petco. Cool I was just out at Petco in San Diego, and I boy was I impressed by the choices and high end restaurants too, with satellite oh, yeah, yeah. locations. I, it's and the craft brews out there. You know, it seems like almost every ballpark but Wrigley Field is attempting <laughs> this, and I, maybe with the renovations, we're going to get that eventually. But it, it hasn't happened yet. We're the craftiest thing we have is Goose Island. <laughs> well, uh, you do have Giordano's Pizza at Wrigley Field, and I, and I got to give the Cubs props for that because I was always one of a favorite of mine. I, I'm still a Lou, Manette, Lou Malnati's guy when I go to Chicago, but Giordano's is pretty good, and uh, you have that at Wrigley Field. They are—I uh, I, I agree with you in the sense that uh, it, it doesn't get as wide open, it doesn't get as unusual. You don't have that crazy food item. You, you got the Joe Madden Italian hoagie there now, right, which is kind of neat, but. Uh, uh, yeah, I agree. They they don't get as off the wall as some of the ballparks do. The, the the neat thing about it is, to me, is that you could go to a play, you can go to a ballpark like the one in Philadelphia, or you can go to Camden Yards, or you can go to PNC Park in Pittsburgh, and you can actually sample the popular things from the city. You can you can go to Pittsburgh, uh, like you were talking about with the uh, your your piece about the the pulled barbecue pork. pulled pork sandwich with pierogies on it. Now yeah. that's something that. 
I've never seen that anywhere outside of Pittsburgh. I, I, I don't know Thank if that God. is a popular <laughs> – I don't know if it's a popular Pittsburgh delicacy, but I expect my reaction to it would have been the same as yours. But you can also try that Pramana Brothers sandwich with the, with the fries. With and the, the fries, yeah. Thing. They put fries and, on the salad. I've actually been to the Pamani Brothers restaurant, and if you order a salad, they put French fries on your salad. <laughs> I've never tried that. Yeah. I've well, never tried that, but it, it would go good with an Iron City, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's it's great to see a lot of the ballparks also celebrating the kind of the renaissance of the craft beer. I know a lot of the – Absolutely. Uh, you know, you talk, I'm a little bit older than the millennials, but, I mean, let, let's face it, they really put – craft beer back on the map by, uh, you know, becoming advocates for it. Um, That's an interesting thing as well, because I'm a little surprised at that, because I would think there wouldn't be as much beer drinking at a ballpark to warrant that simply for no other reason other than people just don't want to play eight to nine dollars for a beer. I know I don't. But if I'm going to pay, you know, seven or eight dollars for a beer, yeah, I'd like a, I'd like something different than Budweiser or Miller, of course. And and to be able to to like I said, just you're sampling the local food, you can also try uh, a couple of the local brews that are there. If you don't, I mean, if you don't mind selling a few extra bucks for a beer, and apparently a lot of people don't. Yeah, I mean, especially if it's something that uh, tastes really good. And a lot of these, you know, they have higher. Uh, alcohol content. They've uh, obviously uh, higher quality ingredients. Um, so right, it's, it's right. just, you know, it's a better situation, I think, you know, to have choices of a stout or a red ale or a good, nice cider. But and now, so after we drink all this beer, uh, then we ride the Ferris wheel. Is that how it works? <laughs> well, the Ferris wheel, I think, is intended for kids. But uh-huh. uh, uh, yeah, they have a Ferris wheel at Comerica Park. They have a, uh, a merry-go-round. I have you actually been there yet? I've never been. Oh, you've never been? No, yeah, this is going to be my first trip. This will be the, probably the first ballpark you've ever seen with a merry-go-round and a Ferris wheel in it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and it's a neat thing. Yeah, it's popular with the kids. On Sundays, I believe they get to ride the, those rides for free. Uh, it, it's it's really kind of unusual to see. I, I, I guess it's kind of not a big deal now because uh, most ballparks are entertainment centers nowadays. Most ballparks have, have some kind of play area for the kids, uh, you know, actually, all sorts of activities for the kids because they don't think a nine-inning baseball game that lasts three and a half hours, uh, a four-year-old is not going to want to sit in a seat for that long. And uh, so it's not so unusual now. But I remember when Comerica Park, Comerica Park first appeared, and I remember thinking, this is just really odd to just see a, a Ferris wheel and a, and a merry-go-round in a ballpark. It's almost like they like they turned it into a carnival too. You know, uh, it's not. It probably won't strike you as being so unusual now. But the the merry-go-round has the tigers on it instead of instead of horses. Uh, the um, the Ferris wheel has baseball car baseball shaped cars. So it's a pretty neat thing for the kids. I mean, half the time you have uh, full-on like mini baseball stadiums, like in Cincinnati, and the sure. kids have a full-on game going out in the back, uh, while the it, actual and, big league game's going on in the front. And they will actually have ushers and other employees uh, toss wiffle balls to the kids. Sure. So uh, yeah, and 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 like I was saying about uh, the same thing with uh, the people coming to the bars who aren't really baseball fans, but they're coming to, because they want to have a, a you know just a social group outing or just have a good time, and, and it's that kind of thing. I think uh, you know the kid has a fun time at the ballpark. 
And uh, at, at some point, he may just find himself start getting into the game, and then uh, he, he won't let it fight. At one point, they won't let you leave because you want to beat the traffic. They want to see the end of the game. Right. I, I think it's the same kind of thing. As long as they're having a good time there, they'll want to keep coming back. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I must admit, as a, a bit of a baseball purist, I was uh, – you know, kind of taken aback by some of these amenities that were so kid-specific. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now on Sundays in Cincinnati, it's not just one mascot coming out. There's like four of them, and they all race. And, <laughs> you know, and they've got the Gapper they brought back. they got three baseball-headed mascots. One is a female. And, you know, just it's kind of a distraction if you're a big fan of the game to have all this nonsense going on. But I must admit that as it's gone on, I kind of look forward to – you know, the president races in sure. D.C. or the uh, – what, what do they have in um, Milwaukee? The sausages. The, the sausage <laughs> races, yeah. And, yeah. and it's and, stupid, and, but, you know, it's kind of fun too. So I'm trying not to be such a stick in the mud at age 41. Yeah, I know what you mean. And, I, and, and I'm 47 myself, and I, and I understand that, you know, there are times uh, – there are a few things that, uh, as an older fan, I, I think to myself, is this, is this really necessary? Like the loud music at every at-bat. Uh, you know, just there's – one thing that I've noticed is that when I go to a ball game nowadays, I, I cannot sit in the seating bowl and make a phone call on my cell phone simply because it's just so noisy all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hello, did I lose you? Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, it no, must be. I think, I think I think it's me. We got a thunderstorm in the area. Oh, we may... I was thinking it was uh, because the NSA has stopped tapping our phones now. That uh, the phone company's <laughs> trying to catch back up with, uh, you know, taking off all that software. Yeah, all the uh, all the uh, technology's uh, still behind a little bit. Yeah, but, but uh, sorry, yeah. you you were saying that uh, you know sometimes you're sitting in the ballpark and uh, you can't even make a phone call. Uh, from the yeah. the seats, yeah, but uh, but I understand that that's that's the way it is. Uh, you know, I, it, it's something that I've noticed also from if you watch a baseball broadcast from say uh, twenty or thirty years ago, uh, you notice that you'll notice that there's a heck of a lot less talking by the announcer. I remember, uh, you know, Harry Callis, he was very beloved here in Philadelphia. Um, a famous announcer for a long, long time for the Phillies. Well, if you watch an old broadcast of the Phillies, uh, Harry didn't do much talking. You'd hear him say two and one, and then, you know, a few seconds later, you'd just hear him say three and one. There wasn't much to the broadcast. And and by the time Harry Callis died, he had Chris Wheeler in the booth with him, and Chris Wheeler saying something on every pitch. And part of me is saying, boy, I wish that guy would shut up. But at the same time, (laughs) I understand that this – that's the way it is today. It's just yeah, there. There needs to be more entertainment. The baseball's always looking for ways to make itself more entertaining, more accessible, more fun for people that you know that might not uh, uh, have had the game passed on to them from another generation. So I understand that it is what it is. But uh, yeah, I, I also understand that as an older fan, it can get on your nerves a little bit. Now, as far as uh, it, now, it, just one more thing about Comerica. Have you ever uh, figured out what, where a great place to stay down there is? Like a cheap hotel that's close. I looked up a couple. They seem kind of sketchy being downtown Detroit for the for the well, lower if I were, end. When I when I go on these the the trips that I go on, I look to just stay as cheaply as possible because I'm not taking anybody with me. I'm not out to impress anybody. I don't care if the place has got a bed. I'm fine. 
what I generally do is I, I use hotwire.com and I'm a big, big fan of theirs. They, they get great, great deals on hotels. There's things you got to deal with with it <clears throat> because you don't know the name or the address of the hotel until you actually book it. So you, you're kind of taking a chance there, but they have star ratings in the hotels and they have, uh, uh, they will tell you what the hotel has, pool, breakfast, whatever. Uh, and I just, uh, I, I'm not picky about where I stay. I just want to find a half decent place. Uh, that's, I, I, in Detroit, it's just anywhere nearby, but usually if I go to Chicago, I'll be staying near the airport or something like that, just because there's always transportation from the airport to the city and it, and it makes life easy for me. Well, uh, uh, I don't, I, I don't got have an $80 favorite... Airbnb place. How do you think I did? <laughs> $80 Airbnb, not bad at all. Yeah. One you know, bedroom apartment. Actually... Uh, are you actually staying in Detroit? Is, yep. Is downtown? Yep. We'll be right downtown. We can walk there in 10 minutes. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. So, you did great. Yeah, if I yeah, feel like I did all right. If you're, walking distance, if you're walking distance from the ballpark, you're good. Yeah, I usually but, but try as, for As Stephen Wright used to say, uh, everywhere is walking distance if you have the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, and, uh, yeah, I did notice that there were a couple of flea bags that were in about the 60 to $80 range. Around there, but you know you're gonna depending on your tolerance for dirt and crime and uh, possible <laughs> drug dealers and shootings. Uh, it seems like uh, if it, the higher end like jumped up to two hundred dollars for like the Renaissance right. or something. So it and didn't it's probably seem to... exactly it's probably it's probably exactly for that reason, Danny. I, I, I think people want to feel safe. They want to be in a place where uh, they feel like it's going to be protected and guarded, and especially with the reputation that Detroit has. Uh, it, yeah, I don't. I don't usually stay in the city. I'll usually stay in like a nearby suburb, and you know, just find some extended stay America or something like that, sure. someplace that's that's reasonable. That uh, if it's got a bed, I'm happy. The, you know? the nice thing about the mid-range hotels, I find, is that they actually give you the a decent continental breakfast, as opposed to right. the high-end ones. Uh, who don't do anything for you, <laughs> except for try to get you to order room service. Well, yeah, and it's uh, it, 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 the interesting thing about that is it's like you start to wonder what you're paying for that, and that's a, that's why I usually don't book five star hotels because it, 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 in those places, very often you'll you'll pay twenty twenty bucks a night just to park too. Sure, and, and that's that's another reason why I don't want to stay downtown because generally if I'm staying downtown, I'm gonna I'm gonna be paying the park too. Absolutely. There are a couple of places, and I and I mentioned them in the uh, Comerica Park e guide. There are a couple of places that include baseball packages. They're like they'll give you tickets for the game. They'll give you like a, a, a basket with peanuts and, and stuff like that. I don't know about actual transportation, but you know, you get the, the breakfast as part of the package and everything like that. I don't, I don't remember the names of the hotels offhand, but there are a couple of them that do that. They aren't real bargains though. I mean, it's not something you do just to save money. You do it because, you know, you're just going along with this baseball package and you're getting this nice treatment and, uh, you know, it's it might be fun to impress somebody that you're with, but uh, convenience uh, factor it, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a little bit of a convenience factor to it, and I think uh, yeah, those people know the city well, and it's it's another thing if people want to feel safe. You know, they know that they'll they'll be with people that uh, that know the city pretty well. Cool. Well, uh, do you have any uh, particular suggestions of where to eat if just right around Comerica, where to party before the game? Uh, well. It, yeah, there's a whole lot of things I could suggest. I, I'm not sure where to start, but like right around Comerica, there's quite a few uh, popular bars. There's the, there's the Hockey Town. I think Hockey Town is known for their uh, for pretty good pizza. 
Uh, I've never had it, but I've heard that. There's also uh, uh, El Elmoid's Tavern. It's it's right around the corner. It's like where the Gem Theater Garage is. There's there's Elwood's Tavern, Elwood's Bar and Grill. That they actually moved over from Tiger Stadium, where Tiger Stadium was. And then there's the places that give you a ride to the ballpark. I mentioned Z's Villa on my website. Sure. Uh, they they are known for having some of the best pizza in Detroit. They're very very uh, popular for their pizza. Um, and you can park free. And you can park for free and take the shuttle to the game. Uh, they're not right around the corner. Uh, but there's also Harry's, uh, and, and there's quite a few places in Greektown. Oh my goodness! I, 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 at pretty much almost every kind of cuisine in, in Greektown. There's Pizza Popolis. Their pizza was really good. Uh, and so if you're parking in Greektown, that's perfect. If you park at the casino or something like that, uh, they have the old Shalala, the Irish pub. Uh, so if, if you want a selection of great places to, to get a, get your eat and drink on, uh, you can try Greektown. Greektown Walk works around really there. well. See what it, sure. you got something for everybody. It sounds like. Yeah, so, but you don't want to stay in Greektown too late. Though a lot of people told me that I, I didn't actually do it, but a lot of people told me that uh, Greektown's not a place you want to be hanging around too late at night. Well, full disclosure, I actually lived in, in right near Greektown in Detroit in 1997, and oh, uh, so you know what I'm. Yeah, it was even worse about. back then, and uh, <laughs> I, I must admit I had a really good time, <laughs> but uh, it wasn't always, um, you know, I didn't always uh, make the right decisions in Greektown. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I, I did it, have fun. It, it, that's that's part of living in those places is that occasionally you need to make a wrong decision just to just to just to remind yourself why you shouldn't. Yeah, when in Rome, and uh, exactly, yeah, when in Greektown, yeah, when in Greektown. So, uh, well, let me ask you, just we should probably wrap this up. Um, and first of all, just I want everybody just to reiterate that it's ballparkeguides.com, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, uh, so I, I have a free newsletter that comes out. I have an email newsletter that comes out uh, uh, every couple of weeks, and it's got, a, it's got a tip of the week and uh, a lot of good information in it. Yeah, that's great. And, and, and uh, how many ballparks have you done all – Altogether, would you say? So well, far? I, I have you guys for sixteen different ballparks. I have uh, Comerica Park, I have Wrigley Field, uh, U.S. Cellular Field in Chicago, Miller Park in Milwaukee, plus uh, most of the ones on the East Coast: Atlanta, Baltimore, Washington, New York, Philly, uh, uh, Boston. If you're if you're making a trip out to Fenway, uh, I've been to more of them, but I haven't had a chance to get back to the ones I've been to to write uh, ballpark guides for them yet. Uh, it, it, it takes a lot. I put a lot of detail in them, so you know Absolutely. it takes a lot of effort. And I, and I got a and I got a little one at home, so it's not so easy to get out like <laughs> it used to be. Understood. <laughs> um, and out of all the ballparks, I mean, I had, of course you're biased towards uh, the Orioles, so th- let's take that out of the equation. Camden Yards. Uh-huh. Out of all the other ballparks, uh, what would you say is your your favorite all around place to watch a baseball game? Well, you know, I, it's uh, I, I keep. I keep coming up with uh, Fenway Park and, and Wrigley Field and uh, PNC Park in Pittsburgh. I think those are probably uh, those are probably my three favorites. Uh, I, I really wasn't I, I, I wasn't real enamored with what they've done with Wrigley with the new scoreboard and everything like that. Uh, perhaps I'll get used to it if I go there a few times. Uh, but you know they're all great in their own way. I mean they all have something. There's there's something special, especially if you know if you know the ballpark in the area really well. There's something special about all of them. And uh, yeah, I love Pittsburgh. I love the view from the seats. Uh, I love Fenway Park. I just I love how green it is when you when you go there, and and it's just such a great atmosphere all around the ballpark for the game. 
Um, but you know, I love Nationals Park in Washington too. I, I, I love, uh, uh, taking the train to get there and all the vendors on half street. There's a, there's a neat atmosphere going on there. Uh, yeah, I, I like Turner field in Atlanta. Uh, there's, I love something about every ballpark, but, uh, now, yeah, how- if you ask me my favorites all around, I, I, I'd probably go with Fenway and PNC and Pittsburgh. Cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you actually. And actually I just added Petco to that, uh, that list. Uh, I, I haven't had a chance to get to Petco yet. I'm really, really looking forward to that. I've, I, I love the idea of the, uh, the Western Metal Supply Building out in left field. I it's think that's cool. so neat. And you can yeah. really get around that ballpark and circumnavigate it. It kind of has a uh, – it, it's part like – it's like they had five different designers and architects work on it because part of it seems like right. kind of an Aztec Montezuma sacrificial temple and then part of it is very postmodern <laughs> baseball, and uh, right. it's it's cool. It's got these large sand-colored sloping walls that you know just make right. you feel like you're in Indiana Jones part at the time, and you know then you're uh, eating you know oh god the food there is ridiculous fish fish tacos right fish tacos and dollar taco Tuesday I might add. Oh wow! Chicken oh, beef. Well, I, pork. I definitely got to get there on a Tuesday then. Absolutely. And San Diego is a San Diego is a great great city too. I, I I've been there one time. I didn't get to enjoy it for too long, but I absolutely loved it. And now uh, now on the converse side, what? How about your least favorite ballpark? Somewhere you didn't uh, enjoy. You know, I I I, I don't want to badmouth it because I still enjoy the experience there. But I, I I'm just not all that big a fan of, of the experience at U.S. Cellular Field in Chicago. I, I, and it's just. It's not because I have anything against the White Sox or even against the ballpark in general. It's just that it doesn't seem it's it, it's not very um, I don't know I, I don't want to use the word fan friendly, but the, the, now they've done a nice job with the renovations, and I don't want to be critical of that. Uh, uh, but it's 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 very symmetrical. It doesn't it doesn't have anything that stands out really about it. Uh, they, they, I, there's something that really irritates me is that if you have an upper level ticket, you can't go down into the lower level. Yeah. And I, and, and that's just something that really bothers me. Uh, I, I understand the reason for the rule, but, uh, it, I wouldn't say it's it, my least favorite ballpark. My least favorite would probably be Tropicana Field in Tampa Bay, uh, just simply because I don't like indoor baseball. It's great if it's raining out or if it's really hot, but my first trip there, uh, it was a beautiful, beautiful April day. I mean, it was just a perfect day for baseball. It's like 70 degrees, not a cloud in the sky, and here we are going inside to watch a baseball game. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that's part of the. I, that may be part of the reason they have an attendance problem down there. I know that they have uh, they have trouble with uh, traffic, people getting to the ballpark, and and all that. Uh, but like I said, you know, there's there's things I like about Tropicana Field. There's things I like about U.S. Cellular Field. I'll, if somebody offers me tickets, there's no way I'm not I'm going to say exactly. no. You know, I'll still I'll still be happy to go. Well, I think a lot of Cubs fans will be really happy to hear that Wrigley Field is in your top three or four, and uh, Cellular Field is in your bottom two. <laughs> I mean, no offense to what to the White Sox. I, I I really don't. I mean, I just I love Chicago as a city, and one of the reasons is because I can always. I can go see two baseball teams that are both over 100 years old, and I just think that's awesome. Oh, it is. It, it's a great baseball town, and, heck, we deserve better as fans than what we've gotten, and hopefully uh, you know, that will all change for us sometime soon. Um, well, you won't get an argument from me on that, Danny, but i got to tell you, 
you know, at least you got a basketball team that's won something in the last uh, however many years. You got a you got a hockey team that's won something in, in recent years. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, I'm a Flyers fan and I'm a 76ers fan, and I haven't seen squat pretty much my whole life. So <laughs> it's, it's not all bad, man. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, nobody's really paying attention to the Cubs right now because of the Blackhawks. And I think that once uh, these Stanley Cup finals are over, maybe people will notice that the Cubs are actually in second place and a couple games over 500. Yeah, and it's and it's going to be a fun thing to see. If I, I, I'd love to see the Cubs make the playoffs, you know, if nothing else. As an Orioles fan, I can tell you, uh, after 14 straight losing seasons, it, it really the city of Baltimore really, really came alive over the last couple of years, especially when they're in the playoffs against Detroit last year. I mean, you just I, – I, I didn't go to the games, but I saw it on TV. And I just – I never saw Camden Yards rocking so hard, and it was just great. It was just a great thing to see. Well, let's hope it uh, comes to the north side of Chicago. Yeah, I'm, I'll be pulling for it, Danny. Absolutely. Well, well thanks for being on the Sun Ranto podcast, and uh, I, I just appreciate all the information. I know that all our listeners do, too. If you're making the trip to Detroit or any ballpark, go to ballparkeguides.com, and Kurt will guide you to the most inexpensive and, uh, I guess, uh, most thorough fan experience you could possibly have. Without, without a doubt, and it's something that uh... – you know, uh, if you love going to baseball games, if you love live baseball, I, I, I promise you, you'll get something out of that site. Sweet. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me on, Danny. I really appreciate it, man. All right, cool. Later, Kurt. All right, take care, buddy. All right, later. Cubby blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We shed a million tears and drank as many old-style beers out at the game. Let's go, Cubby Sunrento, Sunrento, Sunrento and the love of old Sunrento, Sunrento, Sunrento and the love of old Sunrento. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.